Hey guys, today we're going to be dealing with what is a touchy topic for a lot of men. We're talking about your age, how old you are. See, a lot of guys when they're younger, they're growing up and they feel like, oh, I'm too young, I'm too young, I'm too young. And then one day the light bulb just kind of switches and then they say, I'm too old, I'm too old. What can you do about it? Well, today we're going to look at some of the key areas you need to look at to own your age. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we get to spend some time together. And today I wanna start with a story and hopefully this isn't too much information. Um, and you unsubscribe after this. But here we go. The other day I was trimming my beard and the light caught my ear just right. And I had something that I feared forever. I saw a hair coming out of my ear. Now, like I said, that's always been a fear of mine because I've seen some guys over the year, you probably have too, who they had like a mountain range coming out of their ear. And I thought, I never want to be that guy. Well, I guess I was that guy that day because I had this long hair out of my ear. And of course, I got rid of it. And now I'm like super hyper about it. Um, but I've always wondered, what is it about men as they age? I know in my life, on the top of my head, I have very little hair. It left me a long time ago. I don't know what I did. Maybe I mistreated it, but it's gone. And, but my, my nose and my ears have sprouted hair. I, maybe there's a scientist who can do a study. If we could figure out what happens to men's ears as they get older and, and shift that to their head, we could make a lot of money. I, I, I think so. Well, today we're going to be talking about getting older. We're talking about our age. And I remember when I was young, older people would say to me, you know, that I don't feel 50 or 60 and I'm 53 now. And I understand them. But when I was younger, I thought I was crazy. I was like, what do you mean 50? You're ancient. You're old. And, and I had no idea what they were talking about. But now that I'm older, I do get it. I do understand. You see, being over 50 is seen as ancient when you're in your 20s. But as you get there, it's not as ancient anymore. But here's the deal. The reality of age is something none of us can escape. You see, as each day goes by, we get older. We just do. You can, you can do all kinds of things to stay in shape and you can have all kinds of regimens uh, for your face and your hair and all this, but we're all getting older. We just are. And too many people today are running from their age. They lie about their age or they deny their age or they get mad if we mention their true age. Why is this? Why are so many men fighting the reality of their age? Why have so many allowed our society and the, the youth worship of society? You know, our society really does worship youth. And as men, I think that's affected us. You know, as we get older, we think, well, I should be younger. But I think as men, we should lead the way and say, yeah, I am this age and I'm proud of it. Why do we act like it's a bad thing? You see, we need to own our age. Because what happens is young people, 
you know, in their teenage or young adult, they're looking ahead to getting older. You know, well, when I get married, when I get a car, when I get a house and I get a job and all that. And then older people wish they were younger. Oh, I wish I didn't have a house payment or a car payment because, you know, when you're older, you think in, in the way of payments. But older, older people wish they were younger. What we need today is men who own their age. They're, they're present right now. They're not living for some glory days of the past, and they're not hurrying up to get older. And so what we want to do is, is have a few key areas that we practice for owning our age. And there's, there's really three of them. There's our attitudes, there's our regrets, and then there's our bitterness. So we're going we're gonna to look at each one, and we're going to start with attitude because everyone has an attitude. Your attitude is either great or it can be sad or, or whatever. And here's what's, what it has to do with age. Everyone's age is really based on a calendar date. You see, you were born on a specific day and your age follows from that. But your attitude is based on your choices. You see, attitude flows out of choice. And we've made a lot of choices in our life and our attitude comes from that. It has nothing to do with our age. But a lot of people take on attitudes when they reach specific ages. You know, and, and I think that's kind of messed up because our character is really based on our choices and the characters who we are, not our age. Now, there's, there's some realities to age um, that, that are true, but everyone's attitude has nothing to do with their age as much as it has to do with their daily choices. You see, you have a choice. You choose your attitude. No one forces you to have it. Now, we can blame others, but the truth is we choose our attitude. I've seen dads who um, kind of embrace this attitude toward their children that, well, I had all this and I could do and have all this freedom, but then I got married and had kids. And it's almost like, you know, they're sad that they did that. You know, boy, I had all this freedom when I wasn't married. I had all this freedom when I didn't have children, but you were alone. You see, but that attitude can, can kind of rub off on the family. And the, the danger is, is we allow that to affect our marriage and children if you're married or you have kids. But, but the deal is, life gives us all kinds of experiences, but we choose how we respond to those experiences. You see, our attitude is what makes all the difference in the world. And our attitude is a choice. See, a lot of people walk around with bad attitudes. And when you come up and say, hey, what's wrong with you today? What do they blame? Well, traffic was bad. Somebody scratched my car. You know, uh, my alarm clock didn't go off or my third alarm clock didn't go off, you know. And, and so what they're doing is they're saying that this attitude is not my fault when it really is their choice. Now, I'm not saying you don't have a bad day. I'm not saying it's depressing when someone keys your car or something. But we have to be careful that our, our attitude choices don't start hurting us. Because when we, when we start making the choice to have a bad attitude, we free fall into what I call the empty pit of cynicism. 
Have you ever been around those people? They're just cynics about everything. They don't believe anything or anyone. And, and they kind of get this attitude of, well, you'll see one day. They're the ones that when you get something new, oh, you'll probably break it in the next two months. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. You know, it's just there's people like that. It's funny, my wife worked at a pharmacy when, when uh, our, our son was born, and, or right before he was born. And she was working in there, and she said something that I'll never forget. She said that most of the people who came in there were older. They were getting their meds. And she said some of them were very, very sweet. And some of them were very, very bitter. And she said it was, it was really one extreme or the other. You either had someone who came in and they, hey, take your time, I'm good, or whatever. Or someone who come in and said, why did my prescription done? And just wanting to get and crawl all over everybody. You've probably met people like that. You may have been that person. But here's the deal. They had the attitude. And she saw it. She saw how it would be one extreme to the other. And she said it was usually one or the other. She didn't really have a lot of in-betweens. So what we want to do as men is begin to own our attitude. Take responsibility for your attitude. Don't give that up to someone else. It's your attitude and you should own it. The second thing we want to look at is regrets. Um, getting older carries uh, memories of many things we've done or been a part of in our life. Uh, and those, those memories uh, you carry with you. You've, you've always had them. I think back to my life, and I've had a lot of stupid in my life. Um, and when I think back, you know, like especially to junior high days, I see pictures of myself from junior high days. And some of my friends out there listening uh, think back to my junior high days, and they say specific names and different things, and they make great fun of me. Um, you know what's amazing? I still feel the embarrassment of those events in my life. You know, I mean, we're talking things many years ago, you know, over 40 years ago, and, or right at 40, yeah. And, and everyone's forgotten them, except, of course, my close friends who still remind me of them today. But, you know, it's weird is I still, when I think about it, I still feel the same feelings I felt when those things happen. And, you know, everybody has that. Regret is something we all have. Why? Because none of us is perfect. We all have regrets of things we wish we had done differently. Um, but the danger is that regret can become a habit. It, be it really can become a lifestyle. And what it does is it causes you to not being able to enjoy the moment. You know, for me, when I used to play football, I was so scared. I've said this before, but I'm so scared of making a mistake that I wouldn't play well. You know, and, and that's a regret I have. And I think it's something we all have. We all regret things that we did or didn't do. And, and the thing you want to remember is, yes, you feel that. You sense it but no one else does. Why? Because they're all thinking about their life. They're all thinking about their regrets. And most people don't remember your regrets. You know, it's funny how people say things like, well, if I only knew then what I knew now, and I get why they're saying that. But can you imagine going back to the time when you were maybe a junior higher or upper elementary school, 
let's say, you know, fifth or sixth grade, if you could go back right now and know everything you know now, you think, oh, I'd have so much a better life. Yeah, but you'd be bored. You'd be completely bored. You'd be lost too, because most of us can't get around now without our phone telling us where to go. But can you imagine being back in a time where people really didn't have the, the use of phones like they do now? Even if it was 10, 15 years ago, things just aren't the same as they are now. Now, you might be rich because you'd be like, I'm going to buy that stock because I know what's going to happen to that company. You know, but it'd be strange because you would be so far ahead of everybody mentally. I mean, just in that you would know things, you would be wiser. But I think you would check out because you'd be completely bored. But the truth is, you'd create new regrets. You would do things that you would regret later again. Why? Because that's life. Life is going to have regrets. You know, so what we want to do is we don't want to let that regret paralyze us today. See, the fear of regret can paralyze your decisions today. So what you do is you stunt your own growth and begin to live a life of lowered expectations. You lower your expectations because you think, well, I'll just screw it up again. So I'm not going to do anything. Or you start kind of defeating yourself saying, I don't deserve anything good. So what you want to do is you want to kind of understand that regret is something that everyone has. But you don't want that regret to ruin your today. A lot of people spend their time wishing they had done something different in the past. And I understand that. But it affects you today if you don't watch it. I've seen this with parents who try to live through their children. You know, the dad who maybe wasn't that great in sports, but he wants his son to be when his son really wants to be a musician. Or the opposite. The dad who wants their son to be a musician or a daughter to be a musician when they want to be an athlete. You see, the problem is they push their children to live the life they didn't choose to live. And they're not figuring out who their child is today. They only see their children through the lens of their own regrets. My wife and I, when we had kids, we made a choice early on to enjoy every season. To not look ahead, to not say, oh, I can't wait till my child is this age or this age or this age. And that's, that's hard not to do sometimes. But we didn't look ahead. We didn't look behind. We wanted to enjoy them where they were at. And you know what? We did. When my kids were teenagers, it was we had a great relationship. We had fun together as a family. Why? Because we wanted to enjoy the moment. We didn't sit there and say, oh, I wish you were five again. Because you know what? We enjoyed when they were five. We didn't sit there and wish they were 15. We enjoyed the moment. And that's what you want to do with life. Everyone has regrets. And you want to deal with them. You don't want them to control you. But you want to understand that you have to choose to live today. And I think more men need to do that because they're the ones setting the example for others. The last thing is bitterness. One of the dangers of bitterness and unforgiveness is that we carry it. 
and it, and it weighs us down. You know, like I used the example earlier, um, when my wife worked at the pharmacy, she said that so many people were eaten up with bitterness that they were just angry. And you know, in your life, if you have a lot of bitterness, even if it's things that maybe were wrong and were done to you, I get that. But that bitterness eventually is going to spill over on everyone you care about. And everyone has hurts and trials going through life. Now, I'm not minimizing them. I mean, some of you carry some heavy burdens. Some of you carry things that people did to you that are very painful. And I'm not minimizing that. I want you to deal with it. But you know what? It's not the people you're in relationship now's fault. And if you don't forgive those pains, if you don't get rid of that bitterness, it's really just going to hurt you and those you care about. We're coming up at the time of this podcast. Uh, we're beginning the whole Christmas season. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up and Christmas will be here soon. And, and my, one of my favorite parts of Christmas is the Christmas Carol, uh, watching it. I love all the versions. Um, probably one of my favorite versions is Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a classic. Um, I love it. I think it's a great mix. Um, but Christmas Carol. And then there's the cartoon, the Jim Carrey one, uh, which is actually kind of the creepiest one, which is crazy. Um, but Ebenezer Scrooge was a really bitter older man. And and at the beginning of the, the show, you always hate him. You're always like, gosh, he's terrible. He's terrible. And then you see his backstory. And I don't know about you, but to me, I'm a backstory sucker. That's why I love anime. Because anime is really good at giving you a backstory. They'll show you a character that you hate. And, and you just think, oh, they're the worst. I hope they die. And then they have a whole episode where it's their backstory. And by the end, you're crying for them. And you're like, no, I understand them. That's essentially what Ebenezer Scrooge is. Maybe A Christmas Carol should be an anime. But anyway, you understand Ebenezer so much once you understand why he is the way he is. And you know, in your life, you may be carrying some bitterness but it's just going to get heavier as you get older. The thoughts and the hurts, they're going to be brought up again and again in our mind, and, and they're going to hurt us. And what we want to do is not allow that, that pain to skew our thinking now as men, because you want to show up every day as a man. You want to show up in your life to be the very best you can be. You want to show up if you're married in your marriage. You want to show up if you have children as a dad. And what happens is bitterness causes us to lose the ability to trust or even have a meaningful relationship because we're so eaten up with it. Like some of you may have lost your marriage out of bitterness, either yours or your wife's, that there were so many issues inside of them they couldn't let go of and it destroyed your relationship. And, and I'm not saying that to affect blame. I'm just saying that's the reality. You see, a lot of times we think if, if we don't forgive that we're going to actually keep hurting the other person, but we only hurt ourselves. Bitterness actually comes out of unforgiveness. And it'll hurt us and those we love. You see, we have to unplug from that source of bitterness or it will control us and destroy us. Plus, do you want to be that grumpy, angry old person at the checkout at you know your grocery store? 
Nobody wants to be that. No one will want to be around you. So don't do that. What we have to do, guys, is we have to own our age. We can't be afraid to be the age we are. Don't don't post on social media that, oh, I'm still 29 when you're 42. Be 42. Be the best 42 you can be. See, my goal is to be the best age I am. I'm 53 right now at the time of this recording. And you know what? I want to own it. Is it tough sometimes when I look in the mirror and think, who's that old guy? Yeah, it is. It's weird. But society needs to see emotionally healthy men who are older and have great attitudes. Some of you may have been around guys like that. You know, it may have been an uncle or maybe your grandpa who they just had fun with life. They didn't let their age get in the way with their adventure. And that's what I don't want for you guys. I don't want your age to get in the way of your adventure. Maybe you're in your early 20s and you're ready. You, I want to find a wife. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to do this. I want to do that. No, no, no. Just be the age you are right now. Be the best you are now. Maybe you're approaching 40 or 50 and you're scared. Oh no, I'm going to hit midlife. What am I going to do? What about all the things I wanted to do? Man, just be your age. Enjoy where you're at. So I want to ask you a couple questions. Who controls your attitude? Do you control it? Or do you let circumstances? What regrets are you holding on to? What regrets are still controlling you today? And then who do you need to forgive? Maybe it's just yourself. Maybe you, like me, had a lot of stupid in your life. You know, we all have. But if you don't forgive yourself, you'll never be able to move past it. One of the things I did, I worked with teenagers for a long time. And uh, I always heard adults tell teenagers, you know, they're, these are the best days of your life. These are the best days of your life. I, I don't know why I went Southern there in that voice. But they, they would tell teenagers that. And, and I was the complete opposite. I told them, no, these are the stupidest days of your life. Because most of us, when we think back to 13, 14, 15, we were dumb. We did dumb stuff. You know, YouTube has made millions off guys from that, you know, 13 to 18 range who just do stupid stuff. Wisdom is so much better than, than being young. And I would tell them that all the time. But what I was trying to do is show them that they need to quit wishing they're a different age and just be who they are. Be the age you are every day. What you want to do as a man is show up every day for yourself and those you love. So I challenge you, own your age because that's the beginning of living your adventure. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. I'd love to connect with you. I'm on all the socials at David the Maxwell. So check it out on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to hear a message of what you think about today's show and what ways you can own your age. We'll see you next time. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me